0: Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church here in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity of Christ's kingdom here at Emanuel. Thank you for joining us today. Today is Wednesday, December 6th, 2023. I'm your host, Pastor Joe Nauman. We're joined by a number of special guests for our devotion today. Pastor Neil Radical is here, and as well as our principal, Brandon Heinze, and our assistant principal, Matthew Kranz. How are you guys doing today? Good. Doing well? Mm -hmm. Blessed. Very blessed. So today we're going to do a, a devotion based on Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12, which reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So maybe I'll just start by asking a question to the group. Um, He speaks about putting on the armor of God, but then he says we don't wrestle flesh and blood. How can we reconcile this uh, idea of a physical battle, physical wrestling or, or armor to now this Spiritual uh, dispute that we're facing against these powerful forces of the darkness of this age?
1: Well, we're striving against sin, we're wrestling against sin and those can be physical temptations as well as emotional or spiritual temptations as well. So in the sense of putting on the armor of God, we need that armor of faith, that armor of God's word and all the different descriptions that the rest of the chapter goes on to tell us about in order for us to be able to stand. Yeah, because when
2: he goes on to further describe the armor of God, he's talking a lot about just God's scriptures, which is what we need to battle against those spiritual foes that we face, uh, whether it be sin, whether it be the devil himself, or um, any other worldly temptations that we might find ourselves up against on a daily basis.
0: So we'd say the the armor would be a metaphor, kind of, right, is the way that it's used. And there's these six different kinds of armor that Paul's going to go into later. Um, The sword of the Spirit and the the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, and so forth. So he goes into all these details. So what is that, you know, it's this kind of high-level discussion, but maybe what does this look like on more of a day-to-day basis? How do we put on the armor of God every day, and uh, why do we need so, so badly?
2: I like to start the day with prayer, um, you know, talking with God, uh, getting into His Word. Whether it just be a, a simple passage of the day, or uh, starting around the breakfast table with a family devotion in the morning, just to get your mindset um, on Him first, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the day seems to go much easier as far as facing temptations and how to deal with those.
0: Yeah, what's the let Him with the Lord begin thy task? Yes. Jesus will direct it. I you think know, that's great advice for anybody who's you know, struggling with temptation or struggling with their day-to-day life is start the day with God, you know, make that be the, you know, the thing you do first thing in the morning is, you know, your number one priority in the morning, you know, it's first, for me, a lot of times it's put the coffee on, you know, um, but what is there? what are our priorities? And by uh, making God our number one priority, we can sure uh, uh, do that in a number of ways, as you mentioned, so good brain. There's nothing wrong with putting the coffee on, though, while you're uh, <laughs> doing your devotion. Yeah, that's good advice.
2: <laughs>
1: I think throughout the course of the day too, if we get too busy and we, when we get overwhelmed with things that we don't always stop and take the time to say a prayer, you know, with the individuals we are with or for ourselves or dig into a short devotion just to recenter our thoughts too. So I like that thought of starting the day with the Lord, but using him throughout the day and not thinking that, well, I've got to handle this all today on my own, but really falling back on that armor. Every time you need it,
3: I like that thought, uh, Pastor Radical. Because this seems like a very active verse. You're actively putting on the armor of God. You're actively wrestling against those principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. <clears throat> it's like that section in Luke that says, um, "You know, when the strong man comes and overcomes you, it's not uh, yeah, the devil is just waiting for his opportunity. So we got to." Be using that armor, putting it on that sword of the spirit, to guard against them at all times, just constantly throughout the
1: day. I have a question. I like bringing it back to how would how would Jesus do this? Like when we think about our Savior, how would He use the armor of God? Every I mean, He has God. I understand that, but like, what can what we see from His life how He would do this?
2: Well, how many times did He quote? you know, the Old Testament when he was going about the life. I mean, he went right back to God's Word, even though he is God's Word. He would go back to the words of the prophets and of Moses and all those writers before and say, hey, this is this
0: is how it is. Uh, this is what God says. I like this section because, I mean, this is kind of our goal, honestly, as the some of the spiritual leaders here at Emmanuel is to help our members and help our students put on the armor of God, right? And so... I think it's kind of a good self-evaluation for us, too, is like, hey, are you keep, are we keeping this our number one priority? Because, yes, we should do this with our families at home, but as pastors and principals here at Emmanuel, this is our goal, too, is to say, you know, hey, everybody needs to be constantly, every single day, putting on the whole armor of God. And it kind of reminds me of uh, Martin Luther's explanation to baptism. Remember, he talks about how we should drown the old Adam in daily contrition repentance that the new man might daily appear and arise who serves God in righteousness and holiness you know, that's what we want to happen is that new man, you know, appearing and arising every day. So, you know, it's a a daily fight. It's a daily struggle against our own sinful flesh so that we can stand against the the powers of the devil. And I just always like to emphasize too, this is where does the strength come from here? You know, it's not in ourselves. And if we try to look to ourselves to to stand up against the devil, or we try to look to our own strength to avoid temptations, we're going to fall again and again. It's going to be And great will be the fall, you know? And so uh, being able to completely say, the Lord is my strength, the Lord is the one who enables me and motivates me to do this, that's so important to emphasize that, I think.
1: Well, it says stand here several times. And I like the idea that with God's word, with Christ at our side, we're able to stand. You're not going to be, and you were saying that, we're not going to fall. We're going to be able to stand because we have Jesus with us standing in the giving us his own power and strength.
0: Yeah. And if we do fall, you know, at times we don't put the armor of God on like we're supposed to, and we do fall, not not fall from faith necessarily, but fall into temptation or fall into uh, difficulties and struggles along the way. What a comfort to know that Jesus is right there to pick us back up again. And, you know, his mercies are new every day, and he, can, he will raise us up and help us to get back into the fight and back into the fray. <laughs> I was thinking about what you said there, Pastor, about standing. You know, he doesn't really say, that our job is to attack the wiles of the devil. And then we think about the armor of God, It's a defensive thing. Do you have any thoughts on that as far as like how we, we're more in a defensive posture when it comes to the devil than an offensive posture?
1: The only offensive weapon, I mean, it's all armor for protection except for the sword. Mm-hmm. So it is the word of God. So I think that's an encouragement to me today to think, I don't have to be clever. I don't have to be wise. I just need to
3: know the word and share the word. That's what's powerful.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, because Jesus has already won for us. No, we don't need to go on an offensive because He's already won the war. Um, I think that's a good. I think that's a very good point. Yeah. It's uh, this is a good. I like verse twelve as a reminder too, because I think sometimes we get trapped in the day to day in the personal relationships, and um, it's hard not to fall into simple thoughts of taking things personally or, you know, putting yourself in your own mind at least against someone else. But we're not here for that on earth. We're here to do God's will and ultimately it's a bigger goal than, you know, a person versus a, versus a person and whatever job or walk of life you're in. It's that we're wrestling. It's a, it's a fight to be sure, but it's a fight that's won. Uh, but it's not a fight against our he- fellow man because we need to save them. We need to Bringing that gospel that is so desperately need—it's a fight against the greater evil of sin, death, and the devil.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, and, and you know, just to be clear, that principalities, powers, rulers of the darkest age—that's that's all. We'd all refer to as you as you say there, Matthew, the the devil and sin and the evil angels, all of whom are actively working among us. You know, I just think it's a good reminder that you know the devil's not actively working among unbelievers. He doesn't need to. You know, he's actively working among Christians. He's actively working among us, trying to cause divisions and trying to cause uh, strife and anguish between us. And, you know, if we can remember that, yeah, the devil is going to be working among us. And, you know, the four of us have worked together for quite a few years now. And, you know, we've had some disagreements and, and challenges certainly along the way. But, you know, what a blessing it is that the four of us are able to come back together to God's word and to build and encourage one another up as we're doing right now. And, that's kind of why we got Mr. Kranz and Mr. Heinze on here today is because we wanted to just kind of take an opportunity to sit down the four of us and, you know, everybody can hear our voices and know that, you know, the four of us have worked together for a while and we've been very blessed by God to be in this opportunity to help equip the saints for the work of the ministry and help all of you who are listening to put on the armor of God as well. And so um, a lot of work, a lot of work between the four of us, but uh, certainly a blessed work too. Should pray?
1: Dear Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the opportunity today to join with our brethren and to find strength in you and your word. Your word is very powerful and it defends our faith against the temptations of this world. Help us to use that armor each and every day. Help us to fight with your strength, with your victory, knowing that we have this joyful forgiveness and mercy and peace through you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Help us to take up the whole armor of God the whole day today so we're able to stand against any attacks to our faith and to our daily lives. Bless the work here at Emmanuel. Bless our ministries so that your name would be glorified among us. In your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.
0: Which brings us to some weekly updates and reminders for you. Um, The midweek Bible class we've been having online uh, on Wednesday during the year um, is now on hold through the Advent season because Pastor Radical is leaving. Uh, this is going to be held indefinitely on hold uh, as we wait for the new pastor. Certainly, at least through the end of Lent, and may- we're kind of our plan is to kind of reevaluate. Maybe then at that point. So, uh, for now, no midweek Bible class on Wednesdays, um, but look for announcements about that in the future. Uh, the handrails are still being powder coated on the front entryway, but we are hopeful to have those up by Christmas Eve. So. I'm sorry to those who have uh, been inconvenienced by that, but we are working to get him coded and uh, functional here before uh, the snow flies and before Christmas. Uh, we had a meeting with Pastor David Pfeiffer, a number of us council members did on uh, Monday evening, to talk to him about the call that was extended to him. Uh, he's a pastor out in West Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, he serves a congregation out there that has a church and a school. Um, so we pray that Pastor Pfeiffer would uh Uh, carefully considered the call that we've extended to him and see whether or not the Lord's will is that he come here and use his talents among us. So the meeting went very well, and we're looking forward to seeing how that that, uh, develops as uh, we await the Lord's will uh, with Pastor Pfeiffer. Advent begins today. Uh, We have 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. services. Uh, They are identical services uh, to one another, and the theme we're considering this year is Tuning Our Hearts for Christmas. Uh, So we're going to take a look at the songs of Luke 1 and 2 during this season, during Advent, we'll look at the Song of Elizabeth today. Uh, Next week, Pastor Mayhew will be leading us through the Song of Mary, and the Song of Zacharias will be on December 20th, led by Pastor Radical. We also have the Song of the Angels and the Song of Simeon uh, in Luke 2 that we're working to to fit into our Christmas schedule this year as well. Uh, December 16th and 17th is Pastor Radical's last weekend of preaching, so he'll be preaching the next two weekends the 9th and 10th, and also the 16th and 17th. So at 16th and 17th, this is farewell uh, weekend. We'll have a potluck after church on Sunday, so please bring a dish to pass and share with others for that. Um, But we uh, uh, wish him and his family very well and pray the Lord's blessings on them as they make that transition to their new call in Eau Claire. Uh, So again, December 16th and 17th for the Radical Farewell Service. But he is going to be helping out through Christmas, so uh, personally I'm very thankful for that, Pastor. Thank you for sticking around and helping. Uh, we'll be doing the Christmas uh, Day service together and that's his officially last service he'll be doing here. Uh, so um, that'd be Monday, December 25th, 10 a.m. Christmas Day service. So hope you can attend that one and, and uh, see the last time Pastor Radical preaches here. So that uh, brings us to our Christmas schedule. Um, this year, Christmas Eve is on a Sunday, so a little bit unusual. Uh, from normal, but we will have regular weekend services Saturday night and Sunday morning. Even though it is Christmas Eve, uh, there will be a Sunday morning service. There's also a Christmas Eve practice that morning as well. So instead of our regular Sunday school hour, we will have Christmas Eve practice. So all the children who are in the program are welcomed and encouraged to attend that practice on the 24th. There will also be practice the 17th during that Sunday school hour as well. So please plan on on uh, children attending both of those and we'll be having bible class as well for both of those for the adults to uh, study and grow in god's word too so then at six o'clock on christmas eve evening is the christmas eve program children obviously will have to be here earlier there's a whole hour of music normally planned from five to six uh, that you're welcome to get here early get good seats and uh, prepare for uh, the christmas eve program and as i mentioned earlier christmas day service the next day at 10 a.m. Also, just want to give you a, a, a good heads-up warning that uh, we usually have a Christmas Eve service and a Christmas Day service. Um, this year, just because we'll be short, we're short of pastor right now. The deacons have, and because of the closeness of all those services, the deacons decided to uh, cancel the Christmas Eve service. Um, no, New Year's New Year's Eve. Oh, sorry, New Year's Eve. Yeah, not Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve is not canceled. New Year's Eve uh, service will be canceled. Um, so that'd be we'll have regular services Saturday night and Sunday morning. But then on New Year's Eve evening, we will uh, not be having service. We will have our our regular special song service on New Year's Day at 10 a.m. So plan on joining us for that one. As far as our prayer list today, we keep in our prayers. uh, Cancer patients John Hine, Marlene Handel, and Kate Zowers. I want to make special mention uh, that Will Rucker was removed from the list. Uh, He asked that his name be removed. Uh, We've been praying for him uh, most of this whole year uh, as he was dealing with uh, lymphoma uh, diagnosis. Uh, he is now cancer-free, He's been going through some preventative measures to uh, keep, try to keep the cancer from coming back. So mm. praise the Lord for God's love and mercy uh, in that, and that uh, healing of body, and pray that Will would stay that way as well. And we keep in our prayers a number of uh, family members who have passed lately, uh, Jesse Cornish and Harold Woolley, both of whom we had uh, funeral service for in the past week. And then also we pray for Gail, the family of Gail Munson, Who's the mother of Diane Lentz, that uh, God would comfort them as they mourn the loss of, of Gail as well. Which brings us to our hymn of the day today, which is hymn 445. Pastor, picked this one out for us. This is
1: an Isaac Watts hymn. It has to do with Christian warfare, so it fits our Ephesians 6 discussion earlier with putting on the whole armor of God. A lot of questions in this short hymn, but very powerful words. Am I a soldier of the cross, a follower of the Lamb? Shall I fear to own his cause or blush to speak his name? Must I be carried to the skies on flowery beds of ease while others fought to win the prize and sailed through bloody seas? Are there no foes for me to face? Must I not stem the flood? Is this vile world a friend to grace, to help me on to God? Sure, I must fight if I would reign, Increase my courage, Lord, I'll bear the toil, endure the pain, supported by thy word. Thy saints in all this glorious war shall conquer, though they die. They see the triumph from afar, with faith's discerning eye. When that illustrious day shall rise, and all thine armies shine, in robes of victory through the skies, the glory shall be thine. Amen. Amen.